0: Hello there! Welcome to this episode of Force Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week, along with special guest Mrs. Force Ghost Conversations herself, Elise King, we are going to take a deep dive look into the first two episodes of The Bad Batch Season 2, titled Spoils of War and Ruins of War. Before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter and Hive at Ghosts Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Forest Ghost Conversations. We look forward to connecting with you on those platforms. Also, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your listening site of choice. Finally, please be sure to check out our T-Public store. To buy some Force Ghost Conversations merchandise. And without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome back to another installment of Forrest Ghost Conversations, your cozy home for deep dive looks into all things Star Wars and the overall Lucasfilm family. I am so thrilled to start our journey through Bad Batch Season 2 with you all, and of course to bring on our wonderful guest, Mrs. Forrest Ghost Conversations herself, Elise King, to the podcast each and every week to and break down analyze and discuss all the interesting fun wacky weird and emotional aspects if you will of the bad batch which we know we're in for a wild ride of course and it's her favorite star wars so she is probably the best guest we could ever have for this content so thrilled to bring that Uh, conversation with you all to uh, this podcast on the other side of this break then of course this is our mid-week release because we're still doing a willow on Sundays Uh, so be ready for that the season finale has come out this week it is out today actually at the time of the release this episode along with Bad Batch episode three so we got at least another week here of some overlap which is really cool and uh, it's a lot of fun to come home after a day's work and to watch both of those so or maybe you get up early in the morning before your work day and watch both of those, which is also cool and exciting. Um, But that that episode with all of our analysis breaking down, that episode will be on Sunday. And of course, because this is midweek release, we will cover all the news in our Cloud City Gossip segment in that episode too. So be on the lookout for all that and check us out in your podcast feed later on this week for that stuff. So, Without further ado, let's get to our Bad Batch Season 2 premiere discussion. On the other side of this break, you'll hear all that. And thanks again for listening to Force Ghost Conversations. We'll be back very soon here. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another installment of Forrest Conversations. And it is finally time to get into our Bad Batch Season 2 discussions. And Woo! you may hear the other voice in the room
1: <laughs> who is
0: wooing and laughing right now.
1: Ye, 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 ye.
0: And whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, the famous Mrs. Forrest Conversations herself. Elise King. Elise, welcome to the show and thank you for coming on board to talk Bad Batch all season long.
1: How could I not? It's the Bad Batch. How could
0: you not indeed? This is your Star Wars. This is really your Star Wars Super Bowl in a way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean I'm trying not to be too like mine but at the same time I feel very protective of this group of fictional characters. (laughs) No,
0: please Create that ownership yeah. of them. <laughs> um, we didn't get a chance uh, because of the holidays and of Willow and everything else that's <laughs> happened uh, recently. Uh, we didn't typically, you know, we do like a pre-show when it comes to like a new season mm-hmm. of something. We do like, yeah. a, like, where do we expect the characters to go? Or how we're exi- what's our excitement level? How are we feeling going into this kind of thing? So that's really where my first question goes before we get into the nitty-gritty of both episodes for the season two premiere. How does it feel to have the Bad Batch back on our screens again?
1: Family's back. Old friends are sitting around the campfire once again.
0: Yeah, does it feel good?
1: It felt really good. I don't know. I was just like, I really miss these characters. And I love the found family they have together. So Mm -hmm. it was all cozy. Yeah,
0: and and, uh, two episodes? I know. So, like...
1: Well, if they had left it on that episode one cliffhanger, I would have been like, alright, come on.
0: Yeah, I come mean, on. that's naturally one of the questions I wanted to ask you here. Um, I mean, for, for the folks at home, we're, we're getting into the spoiler talk right now. So, if you haven't seen the first two episodes... What are you
1: doing? Yeah, exactly.
0: Pause this episode now.
1: You're being silly. And
0: go watch those episodes. They're fantastic. And then come right back to this moment in time. So... Yeah, how would you've reacted if that was the that was it for the week, right? You had to wait another 7 days to It's like, it's like a see man dying
1: of thirst and just dribbling some water into his mouth. And then that's it.
0: Yeah, you'd have been like super mad, wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have been a little peeved to say the least. I'm glad that they know their audience and they gave us two episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would have been quite a <laughs> I think I can just see Twitter just being like, what already?
1: It would have been me sitting like lunging out of from the couch, being like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That would have been, <laughs> I could just hear it already. You would have just been like,
1: how can they do this to us? We've waited they said over September, a year, yeah, yeah, now it's January, and then that, no, but I mean, we're getting, I'm getting really flustered over something that didn't happen, so it's cruel, it's cruel,
0: and of course. You know, the plan goes awry at that point, too. So, like, know, all this that does. they've been working up to, it's kind of a part of the Bad Batch for the plan to never go as planned. So, it's expected. No. But, come on. To have literally them split apart, not even together facing this peril, but, like, literally cutting the team falling in half. Falling
1: through the sky. Falling
0: out of the sky. Like, you yeah. can put them in a more dangerous situation than that.
1: Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. When Omega opened up the chest and she was like, uh, guys, I don't even know. Okay, I, audience, ignore. Ooh, I don't yeah. know what that was. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. The only time <clears throat> I can ever say anything in, in, in an Omega accent is from my shirt that has the Bad Batch written out in, like, how it sounds. <laughs> Anyways. it's Yeah, phonetically spelled. Yeah, that's what I was searching for, phonetically. Uh, So just... I'm not even gonna try anymore. <laughs> it's just done. It's put to bed. Um, I wish because it was Dooku's war chest.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there could have been so many treasures there. And I guess we got spoiled in Andor. Yeah. Cause we had all those little Easter eggs. I was really hoping when she opened the chest, there was gonna be like some cool Easter eggs. Yeah. It was credits. Which it was, like, is needed, it was like jewels, too. And jewels, yeah. but I was like, oh, I really wanted like. A little cool object that we're like, that's Mandalore, or blah, blah, blah.
0: Would you want like a, a grievous Funko Pop or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like tongue
1: in cheek, to the audience. Uh, they're, like, or like something standing off into the giant. Yeah. Container.
0: Or like, you know, Lucasfilm loves bringing in like other stuff. So like Shirlandrea's yeah, like, wand from Willow or like yeah, a Sankara's crystal skull. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah that would have been interesting. I think probably for the story that, you know, the jewels are best. They wanted to make that point about like, it's not
1: important. It was just like, oh, I was like, what are they going to reveal?
0: No, I will say along those same, that same like thought process there, I'm intrigued that, okay. So at this point in the bad batch where there's been a time jump since season one. So the empires in my head, until I'm told otherwise, this is about three years since revenge of the Sith. Right, that's kind of where I'm.
1: What was season one, year one?
0: Year, it's like days right, after, yeah. yeah. So it's like so I'm, think thinking this this is, I'm
1: thinking this is. I'm thinking this
0: about two years later, yeah.
1: oh maybe it looks like it's. Yeah, they they aged it up.
0: You know, she's got some longer hair. They got different outfits going on. I think until I'm told otherwise, it's kind of where yeah. I'm placing it in my head right now.
1: And like getting collecting a war chest is a very like we've secured our power. We're tying up yeah. loose ends, kind of. Well, thing. that's the
0: thing, like. Wouldn't that have been, like, the first thing you'd expect them to do is go, like, raid Dooku's lair? Like, the, the, the Empire would want to, like, take all those jewels and stuff like that. That's, like, a treasure trove just sitting I, there.
1: No, because <laughs> you're thinking of it like a normal person. Yeah,
0: I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, is, this is Palpatine and the, Empor- and the Empire who is bloated beyond belief. They're fat yeah. cats, lazily putting out their tongue to lick at the milk. know that just gross me out but, <laughs> <laughs>
0: starting off hot this season aren't know. we i'm
1: just so excited i'm just all over the place but they're lazy yeah
0: they I don't so. they don't
1: really that's how bloated they are they don't need that it's mm. more just like so no one else can have it mm. Mm. they're just and they probably had it. like
0: a, a, a squad there they posted just, just to make sure no one raided it at all Oh
1: yeah. well they destroyed the city destroyed so the that city. probably was yep, first yep. that took a lot I mean, like, they had to consolidate their power on all these worlds. I mean, when you're that wealthy, when you're that, when you have all the power, you don't need that. Yeah. It's just to have it.
0: Interesting. Well, we're already there. So let's talk about this one question. No, we jumped
1: straight that to that. I've it.
0: had here. And this is about, like, the, the idea of it all. So in this episode, we're mainly on Serena, which is Dooku's home world. That's where his lair is. But how cool was it to actually visit this planet and, uh, you know, talking about the larger themes of like how the clone war was funded via this this cruelty and this malice um now now that we have also seen tales of the jedi very recently i was about to
1: say i would have cared less yeah does
0: this information really change your viewpoint about dooku and the clone war overall i mean does it kind of like enforce reinforce what you've already thought of the character or does it kind of contradict maybe
1: Well, I told you, like, I love Dooku's story in Tales of a Jedi. It's a very interesting story to me. And, like, such a tale of, like, what will you give? What will you give up? What will you hurt to help the greater good, quote, unquote? And I think him amassing spoils from other people's cultures, Mm -hmm. almost like general um, in Rebels. Of Thrawn? Thrawn, yeah. who collects, that's like obviously more curated, but mm-hmm. like how far he strayed from the ideas of doing this to create a more just world. Yeah. He like strayed so far and he he just couldn't, he was blind to see it. So I, to me, I was like, oh, this adds another layer of showing like how far he fell. Mm. Um, but I definitely would have cared less except for seeing the big chair and the big yeah.
0: desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but oh, we didn't okay. get to see pajamas again from uh, the colors oh. in this episode. Yeah, that, that probably wasn't.
1: That should have
0: been happen. one of the treasure chests. Just yeah, a
1: probably. whole
0: uh, collage of uh, various pajama pieces.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was more interesting because of Tales of the Jedi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think the, the Tales of the Jedi Dooku that we get, and of course, one of these days we'll talk about Tales of the Jedi on this podcast in depth. But the Dooku that were presented in that series, the fall, right, is based off of his realization that there is this amassed corruption. Yeah. And then because he's seen that, right, that's why he fell. But while he's in this dark side, he just amasses greed and wealth. Yeah.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Right. It's just like,
0: what when you have all the power in the world, really, what does all that greed and do for you? Just like just because others can't have it, you're trying to Amass it, right? Is that really that's the, the end game of Duku here? And
1: it's the power trip of taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. I hope we get more of his story, but
0: yeah, there's not enough Duku content out there. we're, no. we're not satiated.
1: <laughs> no, I, this him he became a much more interesting character to me. Right, um, right. Can we talk? Can we go back before we get to sereno Yeah, I,
0: I've got questions about the beginning okay, of cause... the episode here. <laughs>
1: Because I think there was an important conversation with Echo and Hunter.
0: Oh sure, um, I think I'll ask one question first, and then we can go right into that. Thing. Okay. So proceeding that chronologically. Yeah. Um, so the episode starts the kind of that cold open uh, on that very nice, warm looking planet <laughs> with the, I, the big crabs.
1: I love starting there because it was such a heavy part of the trailer. Yeah. That I was. I love when like. The first episode features so heavily in the trailer because then I'm like, I don't know what's coming anymore. Yeah,
0: you're not like Willow episode seven was a lot of trailer stuff. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs)
0: Whereas Bad Batch season two, episode one and two, lots of trailer Trailer. stuff is in there.
1: Perfect. A lot of surprises coming my way. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Love mm -hmm. it.
0: The group narrowly escapes out of that and they go back to Sid's parlor, which is still just as fun as before. Yeah. we got now AZ's working I know, there. I love
1: seeing AZ. Good I'm to, to see him. I the missions, though.
0: Uh, I'm glad that he's safe at this point.
1: He does need a break.
0: I would rather him just be safe, be doing his stuff around Sid's parlor and calling it a day.
1: But if they have to leave Sid's parlor, they better take him.
0: They better take him with. Uh, that will be, be upset. a dangling thread that we will never rest until we find more about.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But at Sid's Parlor, we're introduced to a new character. Um, what do you make of the character named Fee Genoa, who is voiced by comedian Wanda Sykes? What role do you think that she will have in regards to the Bad Batch this season?
1: I was thinking about it. Um, she seems too prominent. Like they they focus too heavily on her, mm-hmm. to, for her not to come back.
0: Yeah, and and of course you don't get Wanda Sykes. Yeah, just for her. just a passing
1: role. <laughs> I was thinking like rebels because I think they're, they're going that way. I think the bad Mm -hmm. batch is going towards rebelling and being like a key force in that. Um, You need links to the underground. You need supplies. You need those kind of like black market contacts. Mm -hmm. And I think she's going to open that world up to them.
0: Interesting. So you think, let's say the, they got the jewels, everything worked out perfectly, or they got a very valuable war chest, something yeah. to that degree. You think that she would have used that, the proceeds from that to fund rebellious acts? No. No, you don't think so? Okay. I
1: think she would have just taken the money and done whatever. You think but she's I think just
0: a conduit to the underworld that they can be... The Rex thing. will talk to them, they'll talk to her.
1: Yeah.
0: She'll get them contacts in the
1: underworld. Yeah. She'll be the, the middleman constantly like getting them what they need yeah but not because she's believes in their cause because it's money she wants
0: to make money and she wants yeah. she's a survivor probably <laughs> yeah.
1: i hope she does more flirt flirty things with tech that was hilarious. yeah that was that
0: was good that was good no uh, um all i also the... was
1: like did you just bypass hunter
0: yeah yeah all the stuff to just mess what? with hunter
1: a pirate doesn't <laughs> like a face tattoo
0: mm, also a guy that's very stallone inspired <laughs>
1: yeah i was like okay all right
0: yeah um uh, interesting so let's put a pin on that one and see how
1: what do you your, did you think prediction... she had a different view do you think she's gonna play a different role i kind
0: of went along the same lines but i do think there may be a connection to a larger thing that being probably the rebellion because uh, no no this is where i'm kind of sticking my feet in the ground right now if I, okay. if I can uh it doesn't really matter one way or the other where she yeah. lands but you know if my speculation which speculate responsibly at home uh that's where i'm kind of leading this path on
1: i think nonetheless they'll bring up an interesting conundrum for the bad batch because they're like so like rigorous in how they see themselves as soldiers and fighting Mm -hmm. for the common Mm -hmm. good and that obviously like took a hit last season because they've had to rebel like like fight against or run away and then, but there is, like, some distaste in working with Sid for them because she's, like, not above board. Yeah. So, I think they're going to have to get more and more comfortable
0: with... <laughs> being seedy.
1: Being, yeah, being seedy for a very <laughs> important reason.
0: Uh, Very interesting to see how that will play out over the course of the season. Man, we're going right into that important conversation um, that we talked about a mm-hmm. little for a second earlier. Um, tension seemed to be really, really high among the team at this point. And...
1: Especially if it's really, two years later, like yeah. you said, like that's a, it's a lot of time to just float around,
0: right? Definitely, and and really, they're fighting about what they should be doing in terms of fighting the empire. Right? Yeah, what is the impact that they can have? How much should they be involved, etc.? What do you think is the right course of action for the team at this point in time?
1: I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that question. Like, oh, they. 'Cause what 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 am I supposed to say? Like, oh, they should just hide and survive.
0: I mean, that's a very valid answer. I mean I know, they have nothing if, left to prove to the world in a way. Like
1: I don't think they it's can. Proving. No, no, so okay. I could maybe prove like, is the
0: wrong word, but they have nothing left that they have to. But
1: they're engineered, like yeah. literally bred mm-hmm. to act.
0: They're bred for, for war and they're still yeah. in a state of war. And they're still a
1: state of war. Yeah. They're still running. There's still that adrenaline, that like survival mindset. So, to my mind, I'm like, if you're going to have that anyways, wouldn't you go and, like, fight for something you believe in? Because, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys, Omega is going to be in danger whether you're fighting for the Rebellion right, or right. not. Right. So, yeah. especially in um, the first season when we saw that even a clone trying to be a farmer, like, the whole empire is coming for you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. He's no one's safe. Yeah. And Andor, I mean, although that's, let's say, 10, 12 years later at this point, nowhere is safe. He, he tried to do that, no, to, like, to make a lot of money, go to a far remote place, or quote-unquote the Empire is not, Yeah. and their footprint's eventually going to get there. That's the point of an Empire.
1: And it's not just like, oh, they're going to be on, on planet. It's like they've created these bureaucratic measures where you have to get approval upon approval upon approval and like have an identity code to even like get food and mm-hmm. and whatever so it's just kind of like you're going to you're they're, they're going to be I think they're going to be eventually out. you're
0: going to run into the system
1: yeah you're going to be you're going to run into the corner so
0: Oof. and that's going to create problems
1: yeah so it's like how proactive do you want to be
0: <sighs>
1: i think it's interesting that echoes pushing it
0: yeah yeah like, that is interesting yeah
1: like tech isn't
0: Tech's Reck- not too worried about it right now. No,
1: Wrecker, that's not really his vibe anyways. Mm-hmm. Hunter, I know, is super protective. But, yeah, like Echo's like really, maybe because Rex asked them to help.
0: Hmm, maybe, yeah, he maybe has some kinship towards yeah. his his former commander.
1: I don't know, but I thought it was interesting that he was the one really pushing it. Hmm. It's a different dynamic. Yeah,
0: we'll let's see if that has any more meaning or weight throughout the rest of the season but it is is a good point to to notice that
1: it just seemed like a different dynamic in the team a little bit it
0: seemed an interesting different echo from where we saw in season one that he's pushing that envelope yeah in a way he just
1: seemed more present yeah so
0: or you know maybe that's a criticism of season one is that there wasn't enough echo but you know we'll see how how this plays out the rest of the
1: yeah, he was still kind of, I mean, he was new to the Bad Batch for a mm-hmm. while. He's, mm-hmm. he's still trying to figure his way. But um, I was surprised we didn't get any glimmer of crosshair.
0: Yeah, yeah, no crosshair yet.
1: So Which... I thought we were going to get, like, maybe a tease.
0: Well, maybe now with Rampart knowing that there is Clone Force 99 out, still out there. Then he'll be like, hey, your buddies are still out there. You told us they're dead.
1: Yeah. What the F, man? Yeah, yeah.
0: What's going on? You falsified a report that now I have to falsify and falsify, falsify I have other to kill reports. Kill for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I had a question about Rampart here for you. I don't know. We're, we're cutting to the, the end, to the end here.
1: Officer, right? <laughs>
0: yes. He's already conniving in this season. I mean, God,
1: he just makes you want to. Kids show. Like, um, right? Yeah, the ending. <laughs> you're like, oh, wow. Such a kid show. Yeah. Murder in cold blood. Yeah. Um, he just reminds me of, uh, like, he's a wannabe Thrawn, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. but
1: he's just an underling that got into a position through kissing butts.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of empire butts. empire I just, hierarchy he's right there.
1: Such a little punch in the face character.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's partially why Andor was so great, was you got to see that inner working uh, politicking in a way, and he is certainly a product uh, of that. You
1: know, he'd be, like, standing up in all those meetings that we saw in Andor, being like, well, so you know that I think... I mean, that's not how he sounds. He sounds like that swamp like, butthole.
0: Yes, well, I think that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, we, we don't care about you. He
0: was probably...
1: But he did show he's deadly.
0: Yes, when, the, when like, the Emperor is, like, and... Uh, we will form the first galactic empire. He was like, I volunteer. Yes, I think yes. that's a great idea. We should create an empire. I, I,
1: I've been saying from the beginning. Yes,
0: yes. Why were we even a republic to begin with? We should have always been an empire. Tom over there didn't say that.
1: <laughs> I think also when he killed what? What's his name? Wilcox? Cox? The um the clone.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, perhaps. Yeah, I don't recall the yeah. name off the top of head. The
1: the commander that he killed. Mm-hmm. Um, it made me think it was a chink in the armor, because mm-hmm. it wasn't, they didn't seem as bloodthirst. I mean, they were definitely a cohesive unit, like, to wipe out the Bad Batch, yeah. but he, it wasn't like that mind, mindless, like, the Empire is great, you know? And mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. him, like, that chink in the armor of, like, how much can... It just brought up the question to me again of, like, how much can clones fight against the yeah, chip in yeah. their the, brains? Yeah, the chip is And how different extensive is, yeah. it, is its, you know... The power the that power. It over so them. I was just like... Because I think in the trailer we see more clones, like, thinking mm-hmm. about it. And also mm-hmm. we know Palpatine wants to eradicate the clones.
0: Yeah, yeah. It may be, like, how... Can that, like... Like my cassette tape, does it... <laughs> does the adhesive in there wear off over time, right? Yeah. You know, like, does it lose its power
1: yeah so i'm just curious because where do we what show do we see when we see the uh homeless clone we've seen something oh Star Wars. oh obi-wan obi-wan, Obi-Wan kenobi. kenobi yes yes like, you help just, out a veteran <laughs> they, it doesn't end well for them no
0: no it's very tragic
1: yeah so
0: cast it created for war for a single purpose then a fake cast war. aside. I mean, a, fake a real war. world,
1: but a fake... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, someone controlling the scenes, yeah. forcing people to fight and die, creating chaos across the world. But
1: they're still human.
0: And they're individuals. Yeah, They're not just clones. They're yeah. not just Tamora Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> Although
1: I wouldn't be I wouldn't, I'd be upset with a lot yeah, of Tamora Morrison. <laughs> yeah.
0: So back to the rampart of it all. I, it still seems like the Bad Batch is a big thorn in his side. And in what ways do you think that he will challenge the team throughout the season? I mean, this is purely speculatory, but he's gonna be he's gonna be gunning after them for whatever. Reason. I think
1: he's gonna be the one pushing them into the corner, having to make them decide
0: mm-hmm. if
1: they want to fight, fight back, hide, whatever. Yeah, because he's he's made a mistake to the point where like Vader could come and crush his throat. So yeah, yeah. his life is on the line.
0: Yeah, and Vader having worked with the Bad Batch knows their capabilities so
1: yeah so i would say like he's gonna be the little stupid hound (laughs) chasing them
0: (laughs) yes he will be sniffing them out all across the yeah they will be a thorn
1: and he will be a thorn in the bad batch's side. but he's not like the true he's not like a worthy opponent Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. he's yeah he could go up against
0: wrecker wrecker would rip him in half yeah (laughs) But can he put the puzzle pieces into place that puts them in a precarious yeah, spot?
1: and makes them come together and make a decision, uh-huh.
0: yes. All right. Well, I really want to get to the, the big thematic thing of the episode, which is the big lesson to take away from Omega's realization about what is, quote unquote, the real treasure at the end of all this. They're not able to collect the jewels, but there is a larger treasure at hand that they realize, or at least she realizes, throughout all this, and I think Echo too. Um, the message has strong ties to Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, as you pointed out during our initial watch. And frankly, how do you feel about Echo uh, Omega's conversation with Echo at the end of the episode, episode two, going off of what we saw in season in the episode, the first episode? <sighs>
1: I'm just like, I guess I was a little confused because I was like, do they think people are after them or they're in danger because of Omega? Mm-hmm. I'm like, they want her, but they're also in danger because they've been wanted dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tar- For tar- quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tarkin, yeah. Tarkin wants them dead. Yeah. End of story. Yeah.
0: He didn't want them after Order 66. Yeah.
1: So I'm kind of like. Do they I, I was just a little confused of like why they like he put he framed it around her because mm-hmm. so it's kind of like them existing yeah. is, but maybe because they did have to go back and expose themselves to danger, that's what it meant.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, overall though, I was a little I was left a little unsatisfied at the end of season or episode two just because like Echo had that conversation, like a total guy who's never mm-hmm. had to mm-hmm. deal with children before uh-huh. had it. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it because it's very realistic, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, Echo, that was your chance to be like a little fuzzy.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was
1: like, yeah, we didn't make we didn't make a mistake, which is nice.
0: I mean, that's probably about his mo- best emotional capacity he can have, I being know. mostly droid at this but point. But I was like,
1: that's not what Omega needs. <laughs>
0: Well, it's what she needed to hear. It may not have been the tone that she... The words were right. The delivery and and tone are echo, purely echo, but it may not have been the the warm way maybe perhaps a wrecker or a hunter would have said it that would have really made the audience feel like a warm hug was given to them too.
1: And I'm wondering if it's on purpose because, I mean, it was like the, the pin is in. Yeah, It wasn't like that grand moment where like I feel like they're 100% cohesive. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's going to come up again.
0: Uh, it probably will.
1: So... Because obviously Omega wasn't obsessed with treasures; She so was obsessed with helping. Yeah, she wanted batch. to have value. Yeah.
0: And they see value in completing missions and getting jewels and becoming free. <laughs> and then she will relinquish the quote-unquote burden that she feels in her yeah. head that she weighs them down. Exactly. And very much so, like, the la- like, the resembling pieces to the last crusade were certainly there i was like the treasure is right here omega let it go let it go
1: (laughs) go. yeah it's right there i can get it
0: let it go as it falls down this endless cliff (laughs) yeah
1: it was a very long fall
0: very long fall indeed and the bad batch is back together and clearly they're back on the map again even though they wanted to stay low Uh, the plan to be quiet in and out really (laughs) went away. And they probably knew in their heads within the first, like, ten five minutes of that whole endeavor that they were going to be back on the Empire's radar again.
1: Yeah, I was like, wow, that is... It's a dumb mission.
0: (laughs) Aren't all missions? (laughs) But I'm glad, like, the
1: stakes were big enough to be able to set them like i'm glad the stakes were so big to make them take a dumb Mm -hmm, mission because mm -hmm. i was like that was dumb
0: yeah 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 really set them up for all that well do you have any predictions for season two at this point where do you think that the crew will go what adventures do you hope to see them on do you hope for any fun character interactions over the i mean you've seen the trailer so are you anything that you're really looking forward to the rest of this season
1: I mean, I'm always like, I guess Star Wars with the TV shows in the last few years has just really set it up for like, you will see crossover. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious, especially now that we've had Andor and Obi-Wan, like within the same dark time period. um, I'm really curious to see what, if any crossover happens. I'm not getting my hopes up on anyone particular because Mm -hmm. I don't want to be disappointed. Right. But I'm just curious who we'll see because... Obviously, rumblings are beginning of the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Rex mm-hmm. said it in the first season. So I'm wondering where that goes. Um, I mean, obviously, they are going to be forced into action. I think the trailer made that pretty clear. I'm just curious what that big catalyst is. Yeah. And I definitely want another Omega Wrecker moment. <laughs> or... Because she didn't get like a singular moment with every single clone last year. I think last Mm. year it was really Wrecker and Hunter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were the big kind of standouts.
1: Yeah. I want a tech moment with her Mm. and another Wrecker moment. (laughs) And we already had an Echo moment. Yeah. So I just want more of those.
0: And who knows Crosshair. It's always floating out there.
1: (laughs) I know. I'm trying to decide how excited I am about him. (laughs) I'm like, what is his story? Where is it going? Um, But yeah, that's about it.
0: Well, I mean, that's, that's such a great place to start for this season overall. Wait, but did
1: you have other, did you have any different predictions? Oh, well, that's,
0: that's kind of you to (laughs) to follow up on that one. Uh, My, if, if I'm going out on a, on a home run, if I were writing this story, what would I do? Kind of deal? Maybe midway through this season, or if not earlier, I would have Sid's parlor raided and destroyed.
1: I was thinking that their because their safety net needs to crumble. yeah,
0: yeah, they need to be in the vein of an empire strikes back, right? They need to be pushed to their darkest and to their limits in a season two
1: yeah things are too good right now
0: exactly star yeah. wars
1: never remains so good
0: so somehow whether it be maybe wanda sykes's character you know we don't know Saves anything them. about her maybe she's shady maybe she rats them out because she didn't uh, get the jewels to them maybe perhaps i don't know maybe they're like hey i know where this clone unit is or something like that gives a wrong tip to somebody somebody tells down the line um
1: i think we see hondo again
0: and they find oh Gosh, we can only hope.
1: If we're seeing pirates.
0: We can only hope. Joe, (laughs) I hope you're listening right now. Our our brother-in-law, Joe Brown, who was on the show recently, he's a big Hondo Anaka fan. And I bet he would just (laughs) lose it if he saw him again. (laughs) Uh, That would be astounding. And of course, we'll have uh, Commander Cody later on in the season. So we'll get to see what he's up to.
1: I'm like, I'm not dreading it. I'm interested for the interaction, but I'm a little... Like it's going to hurt my heart to see where he is now and mm-hmm. knowing like where Obi-Wan is and just like that whole last, oh God, Order 66 is just crushing.
0: Yeah. It, gets, it doesn't get easier to watch as time goes on, that's for yeah. sure.
1: And in Star Wars, has taught me to be afraid. Be yes, afraid of yes. how how far they'll push either your favorite characters. And I think the end of episode two showed you like the stakes are real mm-hmm. and We know you love them and you better worry about it. And when
0: you have people that believe the stakes, like Rampart, that's gonna do anything and everything to keep his power.
1: Little stupid face. You can be
0: falling off a five thousand foot cliff just before you know it. Ah, kid show.
1: Kid show. Kid
0: show indeed. Well, Elise, thank you so much for coming on and talking about the first next week. two episodes. You will be back, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. She will be joining us each and every week for The Bad Batch. Back by popular demand. The fans of Forrest Ghost Conversations were asking, and we have delivered. Real,
1: they, they could have been like, don't bring her on, and I was going to force my way out. Yes, there the was show. no way you were not <laughs> going to come on and discuss each and
0: every week. Um, well, until then, we will uh, check back in next week yeah. and see if uh, anything happens in episode three. That is probably going to tear our hearts apart. We'll see. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait indeed. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Elise. And to those of you at home, thank you for listening. We'll be back the two of us next week to chat about episode three of the bad batch. And of course our willow conversations will continue as well. And the season finale will be released. Uh, Well, the episode the podcast episode will be released on Sunday. So be sure to check us out in your podcast feeds later this week for another installment. And until then folks, I hope you're doing well. Happy 2023 and may the force be with you. Take care. Thank you.